Welcome to another episode of the Northwest Arkansas Politics Podcast. We are your source for local political headlines in Benton, Washington, Madison, and Carroll Counties. I'm Curtis Lanning, host of this podcast. For the latest political news, be sure to head on over to nwapolitics.net. In today's show, I've got y'all an interview with Celeste Williams, Democratic challenger for Representative Austin McCollum in House District 95. As usual, Representative McCollum is welcome to come on the podcast at a later date to discuss his campaign. But for now... Let's get to my interview with Celeste. I guess for starters, can you tell me what motivated you to challenge Representative Austin McCollum? Oh, goodness. Um, I would say um, there's a sort of a, a number of reasons that kind of come to mind. Um, one is after the presidential election, just kind of looking around and seeing that um, just the tone and the divisiveness in our country um, and just wanting people to stand up and, and um, support one another and um, have a strong democracy and um, compassion. Um, but I also feel like, like there's a there were a ton of needs just in my own district. Um, I'm a nurse practitioner. I've been a nurse for over 20 years. And um, just seeing the day-to-day struggles that my patients here in Arkansas have, um, you know, a lot of times somebody will come to see me here in the clinic and, um, you know, if they don't have health insurance or sometimes even if they do and they have a really high copay, you know, seeing me means that they don't necessarily have the money to pay their rent or they may have to choose um, if they want to pay their rent or, or get food. and um, that's that's super disheartening to see people who are working really hard with multiple jobs still struggling to meet their basic needs. Um, so that was part of it, just seeing um, people struggling and feeling like somebody should do something about it. Um, and then when um, I got to paying closer attention to what was going on here in the state, if there were um, issues in regards to health care or education, and I would call my state representative, um, he did not call me back. You know, I could reach out to him through social media or um, phone calls um, or emails, and I didn't get a response. And I don't, I don't feel like that's right. I think that whoever is representing our district needs to represent everybody in the district, and they need to actually be paying attention and, and meeting the needs of the community. Well, now that you've been on the campaign trail for a few months, uh, several months actually, what are the voters of House District 95 saying their primary concerns are? Um, we actually started off by doing um, polling um, in November, just, you know, anytime we held an event or um, out knocking on doors. And so we have um, data that we've been collecting and um, number one has been um, access to quality health care. Um, number two was, um, public education. Um, and then, um, there's actually been a lot of people really concerned about, um, food insecurity. One in five in our county, um, don't know where their next meal are coming from. So, um, those have been the top issues. Are you incorporating those issues into your campaign platform, or what would you say you're making the main issues Absolutely. of your platform? So um, 
My main issue is that I, or my platform is that um, all Arkansans should have access to quality health care, public education, um, and economic opportunities for good-paying jobs to meet basic needs, so, which is now there's, really... Oh, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, go, go no, ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> well, I've lost my thought now. <laughs> Sorry about that. We we come back to it if, if it comes back later. Um, no worries. I, I noticed that'll happen a, a lot of times with me. I'll, I'll lose something and then, you know, I'll remember it 20 minutes later and board it out or something. Yeah. Are, can you tell me, if are you anticipating, there's been a lot of chatter nationally about this supposed blue wave that's going to hit the nation in November. Do you think that that'll filter down into Arkansas? And, and if so, do you anticipate being, being able to ride it? Goodness. Um, you know, I don't know if I – I don't know. I, I will say um, I try really hard not to pay attention to what all is going on outside of my race. Um, I mean, I do watch it, but I I really just go by what am I seeing um, talking to people here in the community. Um, and, you know, if you look at the numbers, yes, it is a is definitely a Republican-leaning district. Um but just talking to people, I feel like I've had so much positive feedback. There's really not been – I've not had any negative experiences visiting with people in the community. Um, and, and I've had a lot of people who um, really want to reach across party lines and just vote for the person that they feel will do the best job. And so I, I am I am optimistic. Now – Zooming in on your background here for a second, you've got a professional background in nursing. I think your website yes. says something like 20 years of experience in nurse practitioning. Yes. I have been Do a nurse for 20 years, and I've been a nurse practitioner for the last seven or eight years. So you uh, professionally, you're in the same area as uh, Representative Collins' opponent, Denise Gardner, then, right? Yes. Nurses? Yes. Yes. Do you believe that, you know, your background in healthcare will give you certain advantages if you're elected, primarily when crafting bills to deal with Arkansas works, which seems to be constantly evolving with every legislative cycle? Absolutely. I think we have a very different perspective. Um, I think that nurses are by nature very collaborative and um, advocates. Um, that's a huge part of what we do. Um, and so I think that, you know, my entire career has been about reducing suffering amongst my patients. And, and you know, if, if there's not a level of suffering, then getting them to the best point of wellness. And so really looking at how does this affect people and, and how does this policy trickle down into the daily lives of um, citizens in our community? And the reality is every single person is going to require health care at some point in their life. Um, you know, last week I was looking at one of my average days and um, on my schedule of 23 people, eight people on my schedule in family practice did not have a pre-existing condition. So, you know, we all we're all going to need somebody to help us with our health at some point. I'm glad you brought up your community, which you've mentioned a couple of times now. District 95, if you break it down geographically, is, is Pretty interesting district up here in northwest Arkansas because you have it is. Uh, P. 
pieces of urban areas. You've got you know, Rogers in the district, uh, mm-hmm. but you also have rural, smaller towns between Pea Ridge and Bella Vista. So I guess I'm curious if you've had to shape your campaign strategy to sort of equally hit both urban and rural areas. So we have kind of divided up the um, the district into bite-sized pieces, and so we will have a little bit of a different approach for um, every um, precinct within the district. Um, but the goal is really in some form or fashion we want to touch every single voter, um, registered voter in the district um, before November 6th. But whether they're urban or rural, you're making sure everybody sees the exact same Celeste Williams and what she has to offer, right? Yes, and I think that I am sort of uniquely um, a good fit for my district. I grew up in a very rural community. I grew up working on a dairy farm. My neighbor had a dairy farm. So, you know, I understand the struggles of um, rural communities. And, um, you know, I've also lived in some more urban areas as well. Um, You know, Northwest Arkansas has been my home for the last 15 years, but you know, I think um, we do have some um, interesting and unique challenges of balancing the needs of um, um, farm and agricultural um, issues within the community and um, those who are living in more of a um, urban setting. Although I, I will draw- say all of the all the things that I'm trying to address are really it doesn't matter where you live. We all need quality. Healthcare. We all need a good public education system. We all need opportunities for good-paying jobs. Um, so I think those are basic um, issues that no matter where you live, those things are needed. I want to drill down a little bit into some of your your personal political policy here for for another couple of questions. Your website lists you as a Moms Demand Action Gun Sense candidate. Yes. What are, what are your thoughts on the Arkansas School Safety Commission's preliminary report that just came out suggesting that they had armed guards to every school? Oh, goodness. Um, so let me back up just a little bit and say that, um, yes, I absolutely think that there are things that we need to do better to address gun violence. Um, do I think that arming um teachers and such in school to, in a school is a safe idea. I, I don't, I have a real hard time thinking that that's the right way to approach the problem. Um, I think we need to look at evidence-based solutions and take really kind of a public health approach to how do we reduce gun violence. Um, and I don't you know, I think that people, no matter their view, are going to have to make a, some some compromises. Um, I certainly support the Second Amendment. Uh, uh, my husband has a concealed carry permit. Um, I grew up in a home with guns, but you know, they were always put away, they were put away safely in my home. And um, I think that we need to look at root causes and and why do we have people who are struggling so much in life, you know, beyond gun violence, we also have a huge epidemic of anxiety and depression in adolescence. And we need to look at what are the root causes of that and how can we make people feel less isolated and angry and connect them back into the community so that people feel 
that they have hope and um, are supported and um, try to prevent these um, violent acts before they happen. You mentioned you weren't entirely comfortable with arming teachers in schools, but you also mentioned, you know, compromises are going to have to happen. So do you mm-hmm. think an adequate compromise would be more school resource officers across districts in the state? I do. So I have um, spoken to um, um, some of the school officials in Pea Ridge, and I know that they have a school resource officer there, and that has been a program that's worked really well for them. Um so I think that, you know, each district needs to kind of be able to look at that on their own and come up with a solution that's best for them. That said, looking at rural communities, how are they going to fund an extra person um, and and to really make sure that that burden is not placed on school districts that are already struggling to have um, adequate teachers and to pay enough of a salary to keep people there. Um, and to have quality educators. So I, I, I just am cautious about who's bearing the burden for that. Okay. Well, if we switch uh, and talk a little bit more about financial policy, you say you support raising the minimum wage here in Arkansas, and, and Arkansans, mm-hmm. at least a majority of them, seem to also agree with that. Uh, a couple of years ago, Arkansans voted to approve raising the state's minimum wage to, I believe, its current 850. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, there's currently a ballot measure. Um, I think they're still in the process of getting signatures, or they've just turned in their signatures, and they're they're being validated, one of the two. But uh, this ballot measure would seek to raise the state's minimum wage to $12 an hour by 2022, gradually like the last one did, 50 cents mm-hmm. to a dollar here and there every year. Do you think that a mom-and-pop gas station in Pea Ridge can afford to pay $12 an hour to its clerks? So I actually had a conversation with a manager at one of the gas stations in Pea Ridge, and I asked her um, if they, they would be able to um, afford um, raising if how raising the minimum wage would affect her business. And um, she said that actually we cannot afford not to, um, which really kind of surprised me that that was her response. Um, you know, she said she has a really hard time um, finding reliable people who will work for $8.50 an hour. Um, and, you know, it's it. I certainly would not be able to live on $8.50 an hour and support my family and myself. So, um, you know, I, I think flipping the question to can we afford not to increase that wage? And, you know, then we have more money in the community and people are spending, you know, if if someone has more money in their pocket, then they can buy more goods in their community. Why don't we close with this? Assuming that every single person in House District 95 is like you and, and listens to this podcast, what's, what's the number one thing that you would want all of them to know about Celeste Williams? Oh, goodness. Um, I would say I I – want to represent not just Democrats in my district, which haven't had anybody to vote for since 2002, but that I am running because I care about the people in my community. Um, 
I care about my children. I care about my foster children. And I'm, I'm running because I want them to have the same opportunities that I have had throughout my life. Um, and I feel like we are at a point in time where we are really, um, on a precipice for public school funding. And, um, I don't want to see us move the way of Kansas and Oklahoma. And I really, I can't put my kids to bed at night and not stand up and do something. So um, I'm running because I want to make a difference, not because I have aspirations of doing something more in some point. That concludes my interview with Celeste Williams. We are your source for political news in northwest Arkansas. For the latest headlines, be sure to head over to nwapolitics.net. As I said at the beginning, Representative Austin McCollum is welcome to come on the podcast and discuss his campaign at a later date. Remember, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Northwest Arkansas Politics. We'll be back next week with a new episode.